here on Tuesday. How's it going? How's it going, Rallo? Happy Tuesday. It's nice and rainy here in Argentina, so it's going pretty good. Got a great topic for today, right, Ramon? Yeah, kind of should be kind of fun. Maybe get some kind of some laughs with it today. So some of the things that I have, I was kind of laughing about, but uh, should be pretty fun and exciting. Nice. Yeah, I think um, it's one of those topics that people want to talk about, but then they don't sometimes, at, you know, for work. So I think it's a, a good one, you know, just for everybody to go back over as a reminder. So that's that's why I like it. So there's a lot of stuff that uh, should not be brought into work. So this is a, this is a great, great one to talk about. Yeah, it, it is a great one. It's a tough one, too, when you really think about it and, and work as a part of your life. There's some things that you can carry over into work just naturally based on what else is going on in your life. So it's one of those things where sometimes some of this stuff you have to you have to work on in your life in order to prevent it from spilling over to work. I don't know if that makes any sense to you. Yeah, no, I think I think it does, and sometimes you have to, like you said, work on those things, you know, in life so it doesn't stink up the workplace. <laughs> kind of like that bad seafood that people bring in. Don't bring that into the workplace. Uh, I'm, 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 <laughs> if that's the first one, don't bring, you know, things uh, not into your workplace. Seafood in the microwave doesn't work for anybody. Okay, yeah, you're already getting into them quickly, and it's a... Uh, <laughs> Uh, really funny. Anyway, to get into our topic, basically our topic is about what you shouldn't bring to work, what you should leave at home. Rel already <laughs> got us started. Um, but there's some things that you shouldn't bring to work because they already add to the stress of the workplace work when you think about work in general 
you're already thinking about um, stress. When you say work, you automatically add stress to it. And since you already have that certain degree of stress and worry and concern and you have to exert certain amount of effort, there's certain things people can bring to work that will add like effort, add extra effort, add extra stress, add, add extra worry to your uh, work environment. And you like, I, I already have enough to worry about. I don't need this stuff to put on my plate also. Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> <laughs> so we won't take too much longer. <laughs> Let's get right into it. Um, since you already started it, Rollo, uh, I had this on my list of things that you shouldn't bring to work. And the first thing that I had on my list was, not the first thing, but one of the things I had on there was stinky food. So you already talked about <laughs> bad seafood. What other foods out there you believe that uh, people shouldn't bring to work? Wow. So we, seafood is just a killer, though. Anything, anything that's in the ocean, it's like... Don't bring, <laughs> don't, don't bring it. And, and why, <laughs> should, why shouldn't you bring it to work? Well, you know, it. it uh, I mean, to me, it's almost self-explanatory. This is one that affects others, and it distracts, and this is going to create the negative experience for people at work. This is something that people will talk about and distract them from staying focused. So um, it's just a respect thing. So um, it's just to be, be courteous to people. But if they don't think it's a distraction, you know, here's a podcast for the first time to tell you <laughs> that it actually is. And it's, it's a one that it's, when you put it on a list of things that you uh -huh. ask workers, that's what it is. So bird popcorn. <laughs> he said, don't bring those mustard sardines in here. <laughs> the canned, the canned mustard sardines. Don't bring those in here. Yeah, so that uh, broccoli. Uh, broccoli's bad. Uh, I'm gonna. Well, cauliflower the day up. Um, how about that? How about that two-day-old potato salad or devil eggs from that uh, potluck you had? <laughs> yeah, don't bring that in. Um, tamales, right? Beans. Sometimes those smell good, though. But uh, I don't know. Yeah. Tamales can be you pretty. Just, tamales can. Bad batch of tamales with seafood in it. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> I love tamales, so some of them can be good if they're, if they're done right. I know they can but, taste. I know they can taste good, but they can smell bad. Yeah, they, no they stink up your whole break room and you walk in the break room, you're having a good day, feeling like Superman, and then you get hit with that kryptonite as soon as you walk through the door. It just yeah. takes takes your little soul out. Right. So it, Which it does. It creates a negative experience. <laughs> seafood, broccoli, uh, garlic, onions, tamales, like you said. So I can I get see certain foods there. Uh, certain cheeses. Mm -hmm. So there are certain cheeses that are more, you know, like the stinky cheeses that would definitely leave them at home, leave them home. Right. And, and there's some other things about food I think we can link to and some of the other things I have written down. But since we're on stinky food, 
I think we can transition to another one I have on here, which is body odor. Don't bring that to work. And the reason why I kind of associate it with food is there's some certain foods that you might eat when you're talking about like garlic and you're talking about beans that may make you, you know, you might have bad breath out there and people struggle dealing with that. And then you might be struggling dealing with gas. Nobody wants to be gassed up while they're sitting in their cubicle locked or locked in their office. So I put body odor on there and this is hey making sure people go to work and uh take a shower or something right and so i put that one on there i agree i think this can go both ways so you just say hygiene in general right yep Um, because these are things that can distract people at the workplace and create an experience that's not ideal for any of them i've i've seen a situation where you're saying uh body odor what about the opposite? Ex- excess perfume, excess cologne, so things like that. So it's definitely to be mindful in the workplace. So we want people to look nice, feel good, be clean, because I like to wear cologne and things like that. But there's a, there's a, enough, there's a limit to where it could distract <laughs> people don't, in the workplace. Says don't shower in the cologne. Right. So yeah. So don't bathe. Yeah. Take a shower, but don't bathe in cologne or perfume either. So you know. Maybe if you put it in between your, your knuckles, each one of your knuckles, maybe you need to reduce that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, these are, I mean, these two are good. You know, like we said, food, and then now we're talking hygiene. These are big ones, and they're very, they, they definitely distract from the focus at work. And it, yeah, they want everything to do. You, it, can take, it can take a good day away fast. I, I, it's like a day cloudy in, in two seconds. So, so no pig pens out there. We don't want pig pen coming in with, with his food or his odor. Get a bath. Bring some healthy, some bring some food that's not going to smell bad. Stink up the whole break room and just suck all the energy. It, it almost feels like it uh, takes your soul away when you have, when you encounter body odor. Especially like if you're having a good day and then you walk past somebody and you, it feels like you just get socked in the face. Mm-hmm. It does. In the mouth. In the mouth. Exactly. All right. What else do you have? All right. So I'm going to go with um, negative attitudes. Uh, that was the that was the top the top one on my list was uh, attitude. Okay. So I'm not saying that a person needs to be overly energetic, positive think about their happiness, but just the negativity to bring it in. You know, if you have a bad day, I don't want your bad day to keep that bad day to yourself. Come into the office, you know, professional, respectful, uh, get your work done. You know, maybe that's a quieter day for you, but don't, don't bring that to everybody else. You know, everybody starts the day off. You, you can't tell me that people wake up wanting to have a bad day, right? Right. So if none of us wake up to have a bad day, then why make it worse for others? Right. And there's so much work, so much collaboration, so much networking that we all have to do that that negative attitude just it can just it can kill a day really fast. Really fast. And yeah. again, this is not about being overly nice, it's just 
be courteous of others and respectful. And there's no reason to bring down their day because you have you're mad. If you're you know not having a good day, don't don't interrupt my meeting, <laughs> make my meeting bad, and take it out on my meeting because you're having a bad day. Or maybe you do interrupt the meeting so you can get it over with. <laughs> I actually had this one as the top one on my list. This was the first thing that I put down when I looked at it and says, don't bring the work in. It's a pessimistic attitude. Work is already tough enough. People already have enough things going on in their lives. Like everybody has enough stuff going on in their life. And to add uh, an extra pessimistic attitude on top of it just really kills your day, kills your energy. And so, yes, this was the top one on my list. And, and it, attitudes or energy, and the one thing I think sometimes people take for granted, energy is contagious. So when you, when you think about dealing with people, if somebody is talking to you and they have like a positive energy and they're smiling all the time, it's a little bit harder to be negative towards that person. But if somebody's giving you pessimistic and negative energy, you usually return it. You know, it usually yeah, it becomes can, infectious. Right. And so to me, if you come in with a pessimistic attitude, you're already defeated before you can come into work. And that makes everybody else feel that way. It feels your job's already hard. Someone comes in with a pessimistic attitude. Now you really are fighting an uphill battle in your whole in your whole work environment's an uphill battle once you add that to the mix. Right. So to me, it's like, right, you already have a loss to begin with. That day's over. You almost wish <laughs> um, that people could take sick days for attitudes. And I guess you kind of can somewhat. <laughs> hey, why can't you take it? Yeah. You know, your sick days are for. Right. You know, they're, they're for you. You get, you get a, a certain allotment. Yep. I, I would agree. If you really <clears throat> feeling that bad, and that coffee and that donut or whatever didn't wake you up, then maybe you need to stay home and take the day. Why why bring that to the workplace? Where everybody's trying to get a job done and that just that just amplifies the problems that you have to deal with for the day for everybody. It's kinda of like, you know, when you people would play these video games and it's like a team game and it like your attributes go to everybody, so that negative attribute <laughs> brings the group down by like ten percent. Like you just killed the group by ten percent, just just basically because of your attitude, right? High performing team, we went from a ninety eight to a, an eighty eight or a ninety eight to a seventy eight percent effectiveness just because of that. That's exactly what it does. So, he said, they just traded LeBron James away from our team. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else do you have on your list? Um. I will go with closed mind mindness, you know, closed mindedness. Okay, so uh, elaborate. what I mean by that is, you know, the workplace is a place for getting, you know, results, getting things done, making things more efficient, making things networking. Um, we all have different ideas and thoughts and things like that. You don't have to agree with an idea, but at least be open to hearing things, you know, to change to make things better. Because if things were a hundred at a hundred percent, we wouldn't be at that job anyway, right? We wouldn't be needed for that job. So just to be open, to hear things out, to hear new ideas, 
new ways of doing things uh, to challenge yourself um, and, and to create, you know, more efficiencies at work. Um, you got to leave the narrow-mindedness at the door. You have to be willing and open to embrace uh, different changes. And sometimes just being closed-minded in the beginning just uh, stifles the the generation and creativity of new ideas and things. Yeah, this one I think is uh, pretty important, and I actually think it's more important, especially when you become when you're in a leadership position, right? Because if you're leader leadership position, sometimes you have the potential to affect more people. And well, if you shut it down, no. <laughs> shut it down, you shut it down, you stifle it, like your whole unit's <laughs> uh, creativity. And a leader can shut it down for good. Like one bad day or, or a couple bad days of being closed-minded, you might create an environment to where people don't come to you with new ideas and and people you don't have an open environment where people feel like they can talk and react freely and autonomously and then you ultimately infect the engagement and productivity in the work environment that's that's how i look at it <laughs> right yeah i think i think you know if the leader just shut it down you know the leader does that and you know you don't you don't have those ideas you know and to be able to generate you know those ideas and be creative you can you can you can turn a team rotten really fast yeah. remember if we add these up so when negativity took us down from 98 to 78 now you 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 your manager's closed-minded or we're close you know the the uh, employees are closed-minded now you've took that, taken that down to like 48 percent uh don't forget the attitude oh and the that's what i said so the attitude takes it from the 98 well, let's go back. The food takes it from a 98 to an 88, <laughs> at least. And then the the negative attitude takes it from an 88% effectiveness to a 68. Okay. And then you then you do the um, closed-minded. Now that takes it from a, a 68 to like a 40% effectiveness. This is just Ronald's rating. I'm just telling you, though. It kills you. You're... you're your team effectiveness is going down fast just by those three alone. <laughs> Can we do this? What is no? no. <laughs> um, all right. What do happen? The manager should be able to allow their reps to um, speak and give ideas. And what you know, what I would do when I was manager was I would hear the reps out, and I may play devil's advocate. Yep. But you would be able to link other ideas, so it'd be like, "Well, did you think about this? Did you think about this? Did you think about this?" And then you take the good pieces of their idea and say, okay, so I like where you're going here. What about this? Or go back and think of these two things and change those notes into yeses. Yep. Uh, but not to shut them down where they completely feel like they don't have any say-so and any input. I mean, the employees are so much more valuable than just one person, meaning a manager, or just one other employee. So it's huge and essential. So if they're able to you're able to foster a environment where you can promote your ideas. I mean, it's just um, a more it's more efficient, highly impactful team. So right, and then when you think about open mindedness and you think about a leader, one of the things I remember you talking about in a previous broadcast we went over is it's just a role, 
That person's no better than you. They're just performing a role. And I think one of the biggest roles of a leader is to actually serve their employees. People don't think about it that way. So I think it's a cycle. You think that the employees serve the leader, but the leader has to also serve the employees. And the way you do that is you help foster an environment and help serve their needs so that they can perform better. And by giving them a voice and listening to their ideas, you allow their creativity to flow. Creativity, I think, is very important to helping out uh, your work environment. Agreed. Agreed. All right, I put on here, here's one that's a little bit tough, tough, tougher one to actually do because you actually have to think about it. I put on here distractions and the biggest distraction I think there is right now is the phone. So I put on here, what do you need to do? Leave at home. You need to leave your phone at home. Now I know <laughs> people aren't going to do this, but the way I look at it when I say leave it at home, it's probably turn your phone off, right? You got people have all these notifications, all this, all these things on Facebook and all of that stuff. And it's hard for people to stay focused if you're worried about getting the latest update, the latest notification, or your phone buzzing, or having that conversation with friend or gossiping and all that. So I put on here, leave that phone at home, which basically is, I would say, is turn it off. What? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm just, I was on my phone right now. Sorry, so, so, can you say that again? No, I, I like the point that you brought about. You know, I didn't put this on my list, but I, it was only because I could not think of how to say it. But I can tell you, for the most part, my phone's on um, silent and non-vibrate. So this is a tough one because people are going to say they have kids and things that they need to be able to get a hold of. And so then you start to rewind, you know, being from the 80s, you're going, we didn't have that. That's correct. <laughs> so... There's other ways to get in contact or for people to get contact with you if it's an emergency, right? Yeah. Most of the, most often than not, most of the companies, either you either have your own phone or there's a contact phone there, right? That's correct. So if it's a real emergency, people can get a hold of you there. Otherwise, you can still have the phone on you silent, like I said, non-vibrate. And then um, when you have your downtime, your 15-minute break, your 30 minutes, whatever your break time is, right? Then you can go look at them there. But um, it is um, one of the hugest distractions at work. It's you just see it all the time now. Um, I, this this one I'm going to get close-minded on and say no. <laughs> uh, Shut it down. Uh, yeah, it's it's it is something that I think needs to be looked at. And when you say home, um, it is really more like put it away and be able to um, focus. And I hear about this at school now as well. You know, a lot of kids have them in school and they have them out. And that, it's just so distracting. You're not learning anything except for the new dance, right? Uh, new dances that are out there. So I guess that's learning something, but you could dance yourself right out of a job if you're not getting your work done. Yeah, huge, huge distraction. And it's. That's a big one. And you really can't compete with it, you know? And you can look at this. Also, because we already talked about this and some of the other thing, other broadcasts we've done, it's it's not even just the cell phone. Like people will abuse the work phone. 
work phone, internet. They will abuse the, what do you have, the instant messaging? Right. Turn all that stuff off. <laughs> internet, they'll get to. So to me, it's like find a way to turn all of those distractions off. And, and I kind of look at this as distractions in general. Remember why you're going to work. Remember what your focus should be and anything that isn't contributing to that goal is probably a distraction. And so minimize all those distractions and try not to bring them to work. Yeah. And I think there was a study a long time ago. I can't remember the numbers exactly, but I thought, I think it was like 20 minutes to refocus. Or something oh yeah. 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 So, you know what I mean? Yeah. You lose quite a bit of time during your day. Yeah. So every time you, just that one, yeah, and you're already and you're already you're already trying to multitask. <laughs> so you multi multitask and then you get that notification. So yeah, you're all messed up. Right. And then you sometimes wonder why we all seem all crazy and scatterbrained when we get off of work, out right. of work because you're trying right. to manage manage all these things at once. Squirrel. <laughs> Squirrel. Um all right, what else do you have? Um, I'm going to go with, um, gossip. Leave the gossip at the door. Shut it down. <laughs> Leave it at the door. That one, this one's tough. I know that, you know, there's talk. There's always water cooler talk. You know, there might be a way for people to bond and relate. But there's a lot of the gossip that just definitely impacts the, the work environment in a negative way. Um, especially when it's about work and you're supposed to have channels for that. And I think you can, you know, I think there can be some talking discussions, of, you know, around with people where there's a little gossip and things like that. But if you have an effective team or an effective manager, you should be able to take those things into a meeting and discuss and brainstorm and iron those things out. If it's to the point where it's just really impacting your work, from a, you know, like, from people talking about each other or, or work and things like that, and you feel like you're a part of it, I think it's something where you either need to remove yourself or maybe it's time for another job because in that case, the environment's not, the, the, your, maybe your opinions weren't taken into consideration. So, but the gossip, I've just seen it, you know, like the gossip, the rumors and things like that become a huge, huge, time suck distraction for the workplace. I mean, we could take this several avenues. We could just say, if you're not an effective leader, people might start gossiping, right? Yep. If you're not leading efficiently, if you're not communicating, right? Because sometimes it does come down to communication, meaning you're not telling everybody what they need to hear, so they don't even know what they're supposed to do, what their goals are. Um, so then it, it creates a environment where, if you're not telling them, then I'm gonna tell myself, right? And if I'm going to tell myself, then <laughs> it becomes rumors and gossip. <laughs> so, and then you know, there's no coaching in there, right? So if you're not coaching your employees, they don't know what to do. And so they're going to fill that in with gossip. I've seen it time and time again, where they're not getting the information they need from a communication standpoint. And so they fill that in with what they feel it is. And then by the time somebody tries to tell them the real information, now they get scared, like, Okay, what is this? This doesn't make sense. I think they're making this up. I don't believe them. I'm going to go with my story. So. Yeah, this, this one's a, uh, a tough one. I, I kind of tie gossip in with uh, 
complaining. Gossip, yeah. complaining, I kind of throw all those in the same boat. And it's gossip's very destructive. It's one of those things that it's either one of two things. Maybe you're gossiping, like you said, because you can't. You're trying to communicate to someone and they're not listening. But I often feel like people are trying not to communicate when they're gossiping in, 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 in quite a few cases. Instead of communicating with people, they decide to talk about people and make it a destructive work environment. And if you have to gossip and you don't like your work environment that much, then you should probably leave. I agree. That's that's how I think about it. It's like there's there's too many more things, too many places you can work, too many things you can do, than you be in an environment that maybe helps you, you know, or, or makes it so you feel like you need to gossip. Um, <clears throat> and you're gonna have a piece of it, you know. Maybe maybe it's a fine line to say, or you know, it, it varies to say what's gossip or not, but. The, the stuff that turns it negative where you start to talk talk about people and do the grapevine hearsay and all of that where it's detrimental to a team and you know it like you said it's that communication where you it's it's here's the communication when you know it's something a person's talking to somebody else's ear and they do that like prince look over like you know, <laughs> and then they look back but then they can't say anything then you know it's like it's gossip or they or, where, or you come into the break room and the conversations just halts. Yeah. Yeah. So when it has to do that, then you already know there's a problem. If you have to do that, then it pretty much to me that means you're gossiping. So um, in that case, like you said, the, the best thing to do is maybe it's time for you that that person uh, to leave. Yeah, and I always think if you're gossiping, talking about other people, it's because um, you're trying to make yourself feel better. Yeah. Yeah. And, it's, and it's one of those things that contribute to the energy of the work environment. And you just, yeah, that, that can take that down to 10% effectiveness. Yep. Um, I just wanted to add one more on here. I don't know if you have a, any more here. And this one's just real quick. When yeah. we're talking about energy, I, the other one I put on here is uh, low energy. Like someone okay. who comes in tired all the time or lazy that stuff's contagious too and it it drains a lot of people too when somebody comes in with low energy and you want to get stuff done and their productivity is they're not performing and if they're consistent at it you just when you see them and you can and, and you conceptualize or when you see that person you identify low energy it like it feels like it transfers over to you so that's one of the ones i put on there also I, I like that one. It does. It does um, suck the life out of you. So yeah, you're like, I gotta work. This guy's working today. Ah, oh. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's like almost like you, you catch you know like a cold or something like that. Yeah. So um, no, I get that. Um, it's like a virus. So I I have one more. Okay. This one's a little bit kind of unique, but you're gonna get it. A closed mouth does not get <laughs> Alright, so this is kind of a two-part. I think in the workplace, you know, like when we were younger, you didn't know our grandmother, we would sit at the table and he, she would say, good morning, right? Yep. 
And she would tell us, how come you're not saying good morning? It's the being able to acknowledge your employees or being able to acknowledge your co colleagues. So to say hi or say good morning, right? Yep. You, you, you see them all the time. And it doesn't take but a little bit to acknowledge and recognize them, at least the people that are on your team. So that's one piece of it, you know, to me. So that just that acknowledgement um, that they are a person. So from a leader and from a employee standpoint, just to talk to your colleagues. And then two, if you got ideas and perspective and things like that, the team does need help. You know, that's how we get better. They need people to give ideas and create and all of that. So like you said, along with that low energy when you don't want to talk, we might be missing an idea that you're taking, you know, to grade that we may actually need. So you want people to, you know, you're going to get involved. So you want people to be <laughs> You're going to make a choice. Right. You want people to be involved in the process, um, open to helping with the change and things like that. And they don't have to always talk, but give some input and some perspective um, for them, for the workplace, for their career, and for their colleagues. So that, that was what I put up. Yeah, so basically it's okay that people are can be shy sometimes and that people may not be talked, but work isn't the place to where you could be like at school. Remember you had that person in your group project that didn't do anything? Right. So you can't do that. You can't hide at work. You need to be visible. And the way to be visible is to have your voice heard, to speak up a little bit. Yeah, I guess, you know, I could have said just be present, right? Yeah. Because that's really what it is, it's to be present. So, you know, if you're there, like you said, that lower energy, be present. We want to know that you, you're here. You're not number 902-10, so. All right, so that's pretty much all we got. Uh, I don't know, Rallo, if you want to do a recap or anything? Any quick, quick messages? Yeah, no, I mean, so leave that bad attitude, bad seafood, <laughs> narrow-minded, closed mouth. <laughs> um, complaining. Complaining at home. Yeah. All low, that stays home. Low energy. That's right. Low energy. Leave, leave it at home. We create a, a, a great workplace for everybody. Remember, nobody wakes up trying to make it worse for anybody. Everybody wants to have a good day. So if that is not you for that day, then leave that at home and then you stay home for the day. Makes sense. And I would say... That's the doctor's orders right there. <laughs> and I would say prepare for work. That's what I would say. I would say this is all about prepping for work. So prepare for work and prepare to be involved and work with other people and, and have their concerns on your mind when you go to work so be a productive you're you want to be a very productive team member who helps bring bring the right energy the right attitude to help your whole environment so you're so basically you're bringing the work environment that you want to deal with at work i don't know if that makes sense to you it does all right that's all we got today so you can see us. It doesn't look like I have any questions. You will see us, what, next week? Next week. At the same time and uh, another topic. Go get some seafood right now for the microwave. <laughs>